0: It's like my dreams out of reach This pain and all this grief If you see God and you have
1: to Tell him it's crazy in these streets Feel my pain and it's so good Yo, I'm Pastor Phil. Welcome to Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets with my great co-host Pastor Jay and Ruck Boy on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, channel 154. Tell him it's crazy It's crazy in these streets. Church on the block. That's right. Real talk about hip hop, the church in the streets, man. Holy Culture Radio Channel 154, Sirius XM. We back at you. Last week, had a great conversation about the streets with young Marcellus Moore. Um, But today we're going to take a little different turn. We're going to chop it up differently. Uh, My great host. Who's Who's on
0: the line? Who's on the studio with us? Yo, what up everybody? It's your boy, Pastor Jay. Glad to be back in the studio. Man, I can't wait to dig into this conversation today. Take you back to my other home back down in Alabama. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, yo, what's good? This your boy, DJ Ruckus. Man, this going to be a great conversation this morning. And uh, I hope everybody's having a great Sunday
1: morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a good conversation we're about to have. It, it, it may be sort of a little bit. You know, out the box from from how people were talking about it for so long, but we, it's still relevant. It's still relevant. So we're gonna have a barbershop conversation <laughs> about the whole situation that happened with the white chair and uh, Montgomery Alabama. We're gonna we're gonna talk about um, this as though we just saw it <laughs> on YouTube and the news and everything else, man. So so we're taking a, taking a break talking about the streets. We're gonna come back to the streets next week. But man, let me tell y'all, man. When I first saw the thing, man, I was I was, I was going crazy. First of all, like this man is doing his job and, 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 and they just coming at him on some, we don't want to do nothing you tell us to do. I mean, and he's sitting there. The the man's what they said he's 65 or something like that. I mean, I couldn't couldn't tell like how old he was and the whole thing, but I knew he wasn't like a spring chicken. He wasn't like a young guy. Mm. Like, first of all, there was no respect of, Elders, all respect of an older person in that context. Two, legally, law, whatever, security, no respect to that. Three, you know he's a black man. So <laughs> that's to me like the, 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 the piece that says, I can do what I want to do. I mean, when I first saw it, I'm like, oh, you just gonna do what you want to do. Man, I just I mean, this is the kind of things where I think about like, I'm gonna say it to you, to see you carry. This is one of them kind of things where I think about like <laughs> Is this, is this the time that you just showed it you just show what you got and be like back on up I ain't trying to hurt nobody I mean what what was no, your hobby The
2: only weapon you need is the word of God man <laughs>
1: uh, uh-oh. Hey this going to be a different show Hey the word of God got a lot of fighting in there the word of God got a lot uh, of fighting yeah. in there <laughs> Oh, what, oh what, man what, what was your reaction
0: mission. What was your reaction My, my, my first reaction is, like I said, when I, when I introduced myself. So I went to college down to Alabama, right? So I have this, I have this special love-hate relationship with the state (laughs) of Alabama where I know about, you know, the racial, you know, dynamics down there and the historical narrative of Alabama and, you know, all that. But I love the state because it's like the place where I really got nurtured as a young man, came to know Christ and all that good stuff. So when I saw it, first of all, I was like, Yep, that makes sense. I know how things go down there, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I also was like, man, it is is it's like, you know, this generation a little different, bro. Like them days are like passively letting that stuff slide and like, you know, we're going to be the bigger person and all that stuff. It's like, man, we going to whoop you. <laughs> <We wanna laughs> you know, go, you know, they go low, we go high. Yeah, not you going low, I can go lower, fool. <laughs>
2: And then I'm going to go high, right upside down. Yeah. head.
0: <laughs> so my first reaction was like, yo, that man, That let this be a lesson to all y'all out here <laughs> that them days is over. <laughs> now, when you say
3: all oh, y'all, who you <laughs>
0: We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But I'm just saying, like, it, you know, like, the, the, the thing is, like, when you think about it, even from a like a professional standpoint, right? Like if you have enough money to have your own pontoon boat that you can have out there and there's just like big cruise boat, like you should have enough like intelligence or something to be like, oh, I need to move my boat because this is where the boats dock. Like, but Alabama is such a different place. Like you don't have to be that kind of person intelligent and have all things to have money because a lot of the money it's just like passed down from generations of like farming and 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 and, and enslavement men and all these other things. So like people, it's people down there who country, right? Like I'm just saying. No disrespect to Alabama. Love you, Alabama. You know, I just want you to know that. But like but they got a lot of money. And so the the mindset is very different. Um, you know, it's kind of like being hood rich. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Same mindset, like, like, like you got money. <laughs> But you don't necessarily, like you haven't changed like your cultural nuance the way you understand the world. You just got money.
1: yeah.
2: So
0: that was another dynamic. It's like who are these white folks in this boat? You know what I'm saying? It's not just white people. It's like who are they? What's their background? What is their views on on who they are and what they expect or how they expect the world to treat them? It was like the ultimate white privilege moment in my mind. Like what? You ain't got to move?
1: Like it's a whole cruise mm-hmm. and, right. ship, and and there's gotta be a boat code, like right. boat code, That's like like, r- like rules of the water. Right, right. <laughs> like there's gotta be. My mother, my mom, when um, uh, she got, got divorced from my dad, she she yeah. bought a house on the lake, yeah. and there's a certain code, like you don't go so fast in the inner part for the waves, not to splat. All these particular yeah. things, like. These mugs, you talk about that privilege went beyond even the boat cold. Like, we run this mother. Like, nobody else up in this joint, man. Woo!
0: Woo! What'd you think, T?
2: What'd you think, Ruckus? Come on, on, Ruckus. Yeah. So.
0: (laughs) Hey, everybody, disclaimer the views of Ah. Ruckus are his own. Do not express the views of Church on the Block or Serious XM. (laughs)
2: You know? Let me, hey, I'm. Let me, let me get, you like, can't even say it. Just look, look at like a Baptist rag. preacher. <laughs> and the Lord says, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> "Listen, yeah. listen." First thing that came to my mouth, my mind is: we are not our grandparents. We are not the ancestors. Right, right. right. You, yep, you, yep. You've heard the younger generations hollering this out for years. You've heard black people and even some brown people for years try to explain our pain, our suffering, our hurt to people who's tried to ignore it. Yeah. So when I saw what happened, I was like, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) I was like, finally, finally, we've come together. We've protected each other. Yeah. We protected our people when we saw when we saw an injustice, right? Because in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, man, why y'all just didn't move the dang on boat? Mm. All y'all had to do was move the boat. Yes. And, and you know, ever since a certain president got in office, yeah. people been acting up. Yeah, but and mm. I'm happy that they've been acting up because they show who they really are. Mm-hmm. They show who they really are, and I, I'm fine with a person. If you could tell me who you really is, we could be cool.
1: <laughs>
2: we can be cool because now I know how to deal with you, right? And right. so now people are understanding how to deal with them. Pull out your phone, record, record <laughs> them, make them lose their job. And mm-hmm. when they touch one of your people, you go over there and yell, "Whoop them real good!" Don't your hands on them Don't in that. the name That's of
1: Jesus. Go <laughs> ahead. That. That. Put a head up. Even we'll even, that. even if you don't wear a hat, have a hat on deck, having your fur <laughs> up, have it somewhere. Now, but I I will
2: tell you. I'll tell you the truth. The truth is I the my first exciting moment was like yes. And then it just kind of hit me it was just like, man, what if this was to spread? And we can mm. talk about that a little later. Yeah. Mm. And and what is my calling? And what am I supposed to do as mm-hmm. a Christ follower?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think know? It.
2: It's, it's, it's a big confliction with me.
1: Yeah. There's, there's yeah. half
2: of me that's just like, yes, I, I'm, I'm glad y'all stood up for that, brother. I'm glad. You know, had this been in Chicago, they'd have stole the boat too. The boat, the pontoon boat would have been gone. So they better be happy it was in Ooh.
0: Alabama. Ooh. situation. <laughs> yeah. I saw something about Chicago, too. I think it's a good conversation, too, barbershop style. Like, um, uh, my girl, Inglewood Barbie, Alita, shout out Alita, Inglewood Barbie. She said, uh, y'all stop talking all that smoke in Chicago like y'all have been out there. Y'all don't know how to fight. All y'all do is pick up guns. You have got your butt whipped. Like, so it was just this mindset of, like, how different it would have gone in Chicago because people don't fight. Like, this was yeah. a fight. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And right. now all people do seem to do is pick up guns, right? And so... You think about that happening, if this was Lake Michigan or the Chicago River, it would have been totally different because for some reason we don't, we don't, you know, my, I was watching Friday the other day and my favorite scene is when he, he like, what you going to do with that with Craig bring out the gun? And we're like, he like, you don't need that. You, you know, you think you're a man holding that gun. He like, you right. he like, no, put it down. Put it I'm a so, it. Now you a man. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So I just like, <laughs> it's just a reminder that like everything don't have to be solved with it, somebody losing their life. You know what I mean? Yeah, me? yeah. yeah. Like and, you win and, something, you lose some. That's what. That's yeah. what he said. Right? No. You know what and I
2: mean? from a from a concealed carry perspective, that old guy was well within his rights. We don't know what type of ailments he had. He got absolutely. On. He was. He was well within his rights to use a firearm absolutely to to defend himself. Depending on it's Alabama, 70%. so I'm sure it's like open carry or something. So he would have been well within his rights. I'm glad nobody died doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm also happy that 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 the the people. The ancestors ignited the people to protect that yeah. brother. Yeah. That's so, right. That's right.
0: And you, know I, I raise, like fact... you know they done
2: raised You know they raised like two hundred something thousand for the guy with the chair. Wow.
0: Wow. 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 Well, well, he didn't him my... turn
2: himself in. They oh. done did a GoFundMe. They done raised like two hundred and something thousand. Uh you know, so I was just like, maybe hopefully this is this will spread on to our people and we'll we'll get it.
0: Yeah. We'll get it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they raised what? How many millions for your boy in, uh, Wisconsin or wherever he, Oh, he Kyle. Ended, Kyle, million, million, million. Yeah. Oh, I mean, now that's a whole nother opinion about that, too. I know, T, you got some other thoughts on that, but the context of, of the, 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 the fact that it was, um, and all people, whether a white person saw this or not, and you, and you, all people should recognize this was not a fair situation and it was unjust and, not, not even seeing it as as any any uh, <clears throat> uh, anything else other than brothers trying to support this man in a situation. I mean, not not another you know, racial issue. We know that, that that that's a key. I believe is a key element in 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 yeah. all of that. But there's no way you can look at that as a white person and a native person, a Latino, person and and know that one, it wasn't, and, and not recognize it wasn't racial. Two, recognize this is not. How does it go? And then three recognize this is great that everybody came out. To, yes, to support. I mean, I mean, you have to. I mean, unless you've been super churchy and
0: super like, uh, um, uh, 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 I don't know.
1: Uh,
0: I don't even. I don't even know how you could at all not condone it. You know what I mean? Really? Like right. it was completely self defense. Like this right. man yeah. was getting stomped and beat down. Like it right. wasn't like it was just a. You know, somebody yelling and screaming at him. and it, I mean, this was right. violent. So
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, I think, you know, T, the language you use of I'm glad to see. First of all, he was well within his rights to protect himself. I yeah. have even needed to. But it was like the response wasn't like, I don't think anybody felt like the response was, was too much. Like, right. oh, why are they doing so much? You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it seemed appropriate to what was happening to the man for them to receive what they were At least to me. Yeah, you know, yeah, I don't know what the courts are going to say, but I think, in my opinion, it seemed like it was an appropriate response yeah. to what was being seen. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was getting jumped, and they weren't stopping. They were not, yeah. st- and it was coming out of everywhere. There was more
1: people coming. The ladies started coming out of everywhere. What the world? Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, I mean you know, it, 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 if you're listening to this and 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 you're of a Caucasian persuasion, and you're wondering <laughs> and you're trying to figure out. <laughs> How how can we side with this or how to prevent this type of stuff? What what you got to do is you got to actually listen to people. Mm. If, if a group of people have been telling you their frustrations and their anger and their hurt and their pain and you're not listening to them and you're ignoring them. And when they say Black Lives Matter, you want to step on Black Lives Flags. You want to cover. You want to paint over. Paint over that stuff because you hate the organization. You have to separate the organization from the people that's saying it. Hate the organization—that's fine. But the people, when the people are out there telling you what's going on with them, and you choose not to listen, this—these are the results you're gonna get. Mm-hmm.
1: The reality of—of—I of, think in some regards, too, Mugs was thinking like we this pent up. Uh, uh, this has been a long time coming. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. This is picked
1: up. Like, all we got us one here. Now, I, I I I do believe Alabama, not like somebody somebody had a gun up in that joint, but they chose sure. not to bring sure. that boy out. You sure. know? Yeah. Especially when they yeah. knew everybody out there brawling. Who am I going to shoot, right? Yo, this is yeah. church on the block, man. Real talk about hip hop, the church in the streets, and we on it today. Be right back. Stay right there.
0: feel my pain, it gets so deep. That makes it hard to you see
1: devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Yo, we are back. Church on the Block. Real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets, man. We are talking about the streets for real in some regard, about what's going on in uh, uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and uh, the whole situation. The brawl. It's just a brawl. That's going to be that that, that so many memes came out on the brawl so many memes we got aquamane you know <laughs> uh so, so many memes came out on that thing and and uh real issues uh um surround that i think they reflect our country and yet <clears throat> what do we think theologically and spiritually and and um uh, culturally about it and there's a great friend of ours uh Reverend Dr. Uh, Otis Moss, young pastor of a great church, Trinity United Church of Christ here in Chicago, who brought a great insight uh, to this situation. We're going to listen to what he said and talk about it uh, right after. So check this out.
3: Got a chair on it. Amen. I got a hat. Got a hat. Put that hat right there. There we go. So I want to share some some history other people may not know, as it seems that August 5th, uh, some people have called it fade giving and everything else that they have shared in reference to the Internet. The Internet has been making uh, quite a few jokes in reference to what happened in Montgomery, Alabama. But, but let me give you some context. If you are not familiar with what happened, I don't know what rock you've been hiding under. Hey, Amen. It, it has gone completely viral in reference to what happened in Montgomery, alabama on august 5th now it was interesting that um, the more conservative people in the nation attempted to give a clip of what happened to say wasn't this terrible uh, that a group of of young people attacked uh, another group but let me give the full context of what happened for those of you who may not be familiar on the river the alabama river in montgomery they have river boat cruises. These riverboat cruises, they take out groups of people to experience uh, the river. They may rent it for a party or whatever it may be. The captain of the riverboat was attempting to come back and dock, and there was a pontoon boat that was blocking the ability of this boat to be able to dock. Now, the captain, who's white, got on uh, the bullhorn and said, "Could you please move your boat?" The people ignored him. He said again, would you please move your boat? It is impossible for us to dock. This group, which they've had challenges with before in the past, refused to move the boat. So the first mate, the co-captain of the ship, uh, a grandfather, about 65 years young, uh, made his way in a smaller boat over uh, to shore in order to move the boat. He asked the family would you please move the boat uh, they had some words uh, he said i'm going to move it myself because there are there are about 70 people on this ship that need to get off the ship and so as he was attempting to move this boat doing his job you were not allowed to park in this area doing his job then a group of about four or five people came and attacked him Knocked him down. But before it happened, because as they were talking back and forth, he was telling in the move, he had his hat on. <laughs> he was doing his job. And I don't know what the man said, but at some point, Brumman took his hat off, threw the hat up. That was it. Now what should be noted. is that there was a young 16-year-old, this white young man, who was a deckhand who came to the aid of the grandfather. Came to the aid of the grandfather, and then he was attacked. He also had to go to the hospital. But when the people on the boat... Saw a 65-year-old man on the ground being stomped by five individuals. One young man, 16 years also, decided to dive in the water. The internet is something else. They have called him LL Pool J, Aquaman, Little Uzi Squirt. They called him all kind of names. They even called him Michael B. Phelps. He dives in the water to go and help, again, 65-year-old grandfather, who was attacked by five people. But then the ship eventually docked, and the crew came off at that moment. And a brawl ensued at that time. But it was interesting that the police knew who to pick up because they have arrested the four individuals, uh, charged them with battery and assault, because they had been involved in this kind of activity before. That is the context, but you need to know the full context. In Montgomery, Alabama, in 1808, well, across the nation in 1808, the Atlantic slave trade ended. That means bringing people From West Africa to America ended. I didn't say slavery ended. I said the Atlantic slave trade ended in 1808. But it should be noted that that was also the beginning of what we call the domestic slave trade. Montgomery, Alabama was a space known as a slave depot and warehouse. what they would do if in fact you were an unruly man or woman you would be taken to where that dock is today and you would watch your child sold off on that dock they would be shipped to louisiana and for those who may not be familiar you might be shipped to a place known as maryland or even new york because there was slavery at the beginning in just about all of the colonies in the United States. And so, the same place where people were bought and sold, and where this family made the decision to say, we're not moving our pontoon boat for this group of 70 or so people of African descent, there was a particular response. And I want to share in terms of the history of this, if you ever get the opportunity to go to Montgomery, there is a marker right where the brawl ensued that talks about the slave market. And then down from that street, Commerce Street, you then go to the slave depot and warehouse where people were kept in chains and then sold off to every state in the Union at that time. Is it not ironic that all of these years later, that when there was a ruckus at this very space, you then have a very different response than you did in 1808? It is important to know the collective history of this area and that Alabama and all states of Alabama that Alabama had one of the largest numbers of enslaved people in the nation. They went from 43,000 people enslaved to 434,000 people enslaved in roughly about 45 years in the state of Alabama. So with all of the comedy that has happened, we should also remember the context of that space. Probably one of the funnier things that I saw on the Internet is they just showed a picture of Harriet Tubman just smiling. Because, you know, Harriet was something else. So you will see in the narthex, you will see a chair that will have a picture of one of our ancestors. Because we're creating the endowed chair of liberation studies in the name of Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass here at Trinity. It's just important that we know the full context of our history not promoting violence in any way shape or form but understanding that this was a response to a grandfather who was being beaten down by five individuals it is important to make sure that we know that
1: yo that was incredible man that was incredible man the the insight that he gives you know about the history of it is uh, uh even creepier, like creepier, meaning that it's like retribution in that space. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about it, though. Um, you know the the context of of um, the folks, maybe from that area, knowing that history, born and raised up in that space. Um, has there been history in that space beforehand? Like we know in Chicago, certain spots got certain history with it. And we know things can be kind of crazy. And so when it comes to uh, all of that built up and then you're going to just go and start beating up this black man, this guy, that, that just fires you up, man. Like I am not going, we're not going. Like my daughter, like uh, Ruck, as you said before, my daughter had a shirt she saw a shirt that said, this ain't my grandmama civil rights. I kick ass. Right. It was a whole situation um, in the midst of that. man. what, what what uh response i have in regard to that one it was so uh, intellectually broken down right and uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh uh showing the thoughtfulness and the process of it all, and walking through some of the insights that perhaps were not necessarily known that maybe that, that, that this boat was coming that we didn't necessarily know when we just see the clip, right? This boat was coming, and the arrogance of these people not wanting to move, causing all this tension and ruck. And the people on the boat trying to get off because they've been on, uh, like Lake Michigan. You've been on the river or the lake. We got to come back now. That irritating flow. This guy is probably being radioed. Hey, get these, get this boat out of here. He's he's working. <clears throat> people are sweating him from his job. Get this boat. Get this boat out of here. And and he can't because these folks are uh, with their white privilege self. Nothing. So you 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 have all of that. You have this history beforehand. And you got the brawl. You got this, this, this. Uh, uh, I mean, what would it what, what would it take? It wouldn't. I, I just try to think in my own head. I don't want to listen to some 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 security person. I am not going to just hit you. Like I may say, man, I'm gonna tell your supervisor, man, I'm gonna talk. I'm what would cause me. To do that, that would not be the first go-to. You've not earned. You're not earned. You haven't violated me to the degree that I need to actually have you to actually be swung on. You know what I'm saying? Like them dogs, go on get it.
0: uh, Only on Church (laughs) on the Block. This Church on the
2: Block real talk about hip hop in the streets and our pets.
3: Daggle
1: uh, the, oh, the dog whisper. Um, oh man, but no, just that reality that that for, for you to up and do that, it had to be that that's where that's what we talk about privilege and and then the white black uh racial tension in the midst of that. Um, but no, yeah. I mean, Otis, Otis really breaks some things down in, in, in that
0: in this in that home. he he gave me an opportunity to like I've been on I've been on that dot probably more than a dozen times. Um, and on Commerce Street, Richard's right there. And so, um, I, but the, the thing that made me think about is about two years ago when I first started being in Londale, I took a group of young high school students down on a HBCU tour with our former youth pastor, Reese Butler. And we went with this young lady named Michelle Browder, who's an artist in Montgomery on a tour of Montgomery, she has a a museum, talks about the mothers of gynecology. That's a whole nother conversation. Look her up if you want a chance to to read some, some real great black history. But she took us on the dock and then there's this tunnel you walk through to come out from the dock back up to Commerce Street. And she marched, lined us up like we were enslaved and like walked us through like yelling at us like we were coming off the boat. Like it was such an emotional moment for these high school students. And I just think about like how many people who've lived in Montgomery have like had that experience or know like what it's about. And so yeah, in that space, I like hearing Otis talk. It's like absolutely like you're gonna do that right here. You're gonna do that in this spot. You know, like it just brought more context to like where that frustration and anger came from, and uh, and it, it just it made it almost made it more real hearing his his. Uh, his his deep historical context on it. So
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I mean the the uh, uh, breakdown. I mean the fact that he said, which is really, really, I want to emphasize, uh, not like like he said condoning violence, but the man was defending himself. It That's was right. About, it, yeah. it, it wasn't about um, y'all white go, y'all white folks are gonna move, and he just started hitting. Yes. <laughs> then it'd yes. be another conversation, right? And, right? and 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 you know what though? Here's the crazy to me about our, our country. He does that, say, for example, it would be on the news still today. Yeah. That yes. man would be talked about. And, you know, his family had a history of violence and it would be yeah. all yeah. up and down. But now with this situation, it's now like it's still kind of a buzz. We're talking about in the hood, but it ain't really no more conversation about it. It seems like when white violence is projected on black folk, it is, oh, wow, that's crazy. And there's cut to the chase. We're done. We're yes. done. Talking about it, right? yes. it happened the other way. Um, it begins to get, or if it's a mass shootings with white folks on white folks, then it begins Mm -hmm. to be a big deal. When it's mass shootings and who with black folks and black folks, oh, there's another four people got shot in Lawndale and it just becomes that type of, uh, uh, energy in in, in that context. Again, I think when it comes to the value of the black skin, right? The black body, uh, particular nuances that that other folks talk about in a deeper way, there is. There was just a disregard of that, just a disregard of that piece, you know. But I I, I do <clears throat> wonder though, like you're talking about uh ruckus, <clears throat> if mugs are just gonna start seeing folks and be like, Hey, 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 I'm defending myself. Hold on. Right. You're just defending yourself right. right now, man. You won't yeah. let you in the movie theater. You need a ticket, player. You need a ticket to the movie theater, don't bug right. out.
0: <laughs> we gotta talk about that in the next session, man. Yeah. Like what the repercussions of this thing. Yeah, be. yeah, yeah. Let's talk Ooh.
1: about it. Church on the block, real we'll talk about hip hop, the church on the streets. We'll be right back. Church on the block. We'll talk about hip hop, the church, and the streets. Three, three, three. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the Core Link Solution,
3: a 501c
1: ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net/slash donations. We are back man talking about this subject. Yes, the brawl, the Montgomery brawl. And we just had a a great insight from Reverend Dr. Otis Moss, who's a great friend of ours, Trinity United Church of Christ in Chicago, and breaking down some history with that. And and you know, we we we've been talking about this uh uh, you know, I know you perhaps listening have been hearing about it, maybe you're tired of hearing about it. But now, what is what is a, a Christian's response to this in the aftermath of it all, right? We have had an eruption of things over these last couple of years, since certain presidents were certain uh in certain roles and, and and folks can pull back um the hoods, if you will, and have gone crazier through social media, through real stuff. You got the pride boys, you got a man wanted right now, the FBI's most wanted out there, right? Cause he didn't turn himself in, but you've got a bubbling over of this, uh, of this uh energy in the context of that. And, and then, um, you have this situation with the brawl, right? What what is our response as as men of God, faith, as we teach and walk alongside of uh, of, of our people of,
0: of faith? Yeah. There we go. We don't know. There it is, right there. We uh, I'm saying, man. Like, is, this was, okay, so I'll, I'll say this. Like, T said something earlier. Ruckus, when he was talking, he was like, he was like, when this is like, like we're not our grandparents. It's like our grand. it's not our grandparents of rifle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things I want to say to that is like, I, I always try to remind people that, like, there's always been like a stream of self defense in black, um, like, even the black movements for freedom, the black panthers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nation of mm-hmm. Islam, they weren't on that, you know, turn the other cheek. Like there's, there's been a stream of this. I just think that what gets publicized because it was more accepting to the white gaze is mm-hmm. more of like the civil rights and Dr. King, you know, um, Gandhi will turn the other cheek. We're going to respond with peace. But this is where my, my faith battle comes in because of, mm-hmm the way I believe that that Christ calls us as Christ followers to respond. Um, and so I'm trying to figure out like where I stand. Cause like in my mind, I don't consider myself a pacifist. I will say that I don't consider myself a pacifist. So I don't think that like there's, there's never a time for violence. Like I don't believe that, but I do believe that there, it is a slippery slope when we start saying that this is going to be like the typical response. I think mm-hmm. that this is a very nuanced Moment and a very nuanced uh, incident, yeah. In the sense that somebody was being attacked and they had not done anything, right? But I think there are times when we have to check ourselves and make sure that we're not we're not being insensitive or being unrealistic in our response, and ask ourselves whether or not this warrants the response that we're giving. Mm-hmm. That's why I said earlier it's really important that to to say that I think that this was an appropriate response. To what we saw happen prior to the brawl. Right. Um, you know, so I just don't want us, you know, especially as black folks and especially us as Christians, to say, man, skip that. I know the Bible says turn the other cheek, but let's go. I'm waving. Mm-hmm. That, uh, I'm throwing hats.
1: You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
0: Like, I feel like we have to we have to learn how to assess the situation. We need to pray, we need to trust the Holy Spirit. We need to ask ourselves what is the appropriate response, you know, um, as a from our faith perspective. Even when it's a social issue or a cultural uh, issue, um, yeah. because our faith has to be our foremost flag, um, and it doesn't erase our cultural nu- uh, nuances and distinctives, but it, it it can't it can't supersede our uh, identity in Christ first. So that's that's that balance I'm trying to hold, and so that's why it was hard for me to like answer right away. Yeah, but I do think, like just said, uh, you know, listen to Pastor Moss. Like, we don't necessarily condone violence, but we do understand that there's something deeper going on than just, are oh, we not moving our boat or, yeah. um, or whatever, things like that. So. Yeah. So, so don't, when you just see, if you see, if you just walk
1: around, you, you go into the mall, you go, you go to Walmart and you see all of a sudden a bunch of black folks just beating up some white folks. Don't assume that, uh, it was some self-defense thing. Just don't jump over there and be like, okay, great yes like get it get an understanding that all these people in this situation were all around to see the whole thing that's going right ahead. it was that's a right. whole nother situation and folks <laughs> from the boat telling folks probably go they beating up their you know so all this kind of thing like that they were they were there if they if they didn't actually see it firsthand it's not like just like a, a license to ill a license to go to to, to go crazy uh in, in that spot because you're trying to get some kind of uh, justification of what happened, such that's as right. just, like, just like they did in Alabama. Don't do that. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, we can take it super far that way, and we've been we've been victims on that thing, and in the same way, with folks that's right it, it, call themselves taking it too far. You know what would you say, Ruckus?
2: All right, so you know most people would expect me to be like, yeah, whoop whoop that trick, <laughs> get him <laughs> You know, and, and and like I said in the beginning, there is a part of me that was just like excited. Yeah, all of it. Then there. there's the peaceful part of me that's just like the peacemaker that wants us to get along and wants us as a human race to get it and to work together and and to do what what Christ called us to do—to yeah. love one another, to love our neighbors, right? To remember the poor, to remember the widow. But mm. somewhere we're we're not getting it right, mm-hmm. and so the, the the second part that just kind of hit me was just like man what if this was really to spread and 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 people everywhere was to start doing this mm-hmm. so i don't think our call is to jump and just start fighting and whooping on people cuz one we have no proof that this was racial mm-hmm. we do have proof yeah it was the white privilege mm-hmm. that was privilege that was people with money doing whatever they want to do and it it may be some racism on top of the the, uh, underneath the surface in their own hearts of -hmm. why they could not listen, but we don't have proof of that. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what I want myself and others to remember is that we are still as a people, we're naturally loving people. Mm -hmm. We're naturally loving people. True. And so kind of like what you guys said, I don't want us to just jump out, every time we see something happening and, and and just defend and, and, and without knowing what's going on,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I want to, you know, there was a brother in there who tried to stop it.
1: Right. Yeah. A lot
2: of people yeah. don't talk about him
1: and the white dude, he, There's a white dude trying
2: to stop it too. Well, there was a black dude. I didn't see the white dude. There was a black dude. When the, when dude was getting jumped on, he ran down there and he was grabbing people, pulling them off. Big guy, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah.
3: Right? Because right.
2: just just as we need people who defend, we need de- pe- people who will refuse. Cr- yes. Refuse. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Right?
2: And so we still have to be the, the, those type of people who, who diffuse. There's a part of me, I'm the disciple with the sword. What, y'all, y'all can't take Christ? Nah. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah. Remember, Christ did tell them, chill. Right. Tell them, chill. Yeah. He didn't tell them, we don't need you to keep your peace. He said, just chill for now. This is what's supposed to happen, right? He holds your peace. He yeah. holds your peace. And so we are called to create peace and, and try to defuse situations. So just as we defend, we should also defuse if we can.
0: And if you can't defuse,
2: then do what you got to do. <laughs>
0: yeah. Rocky, so I'm glad you said that though, because I think what I think about um, is like there's a whole younger generation of folks who either grew up in the faith or like grew up in church or whatever, who yeah. waiting for an excuse or an opportunity to mm. say, I knew that like that whole peacemaking, turn of the cheek stuff, I knew that was full of crap. Let's go. Let's squad up. And these are Jesus followers, like young Christians who waiting for that moment. You know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, right. And so I just think we got to always nuance it in like yeah self-defense is absol i think it's absolutely something you see in scripture and, it, and and it's and it's beautiful like you don't just stand there and allow your family and friends to be attacked but our initial response is always to try to be the representatives of Christ who is the prince of peace like we are mm-hmm. we're supposed to be peacemakers blessed are the peacemakers Peacemaker. for they shall be called the children of God right like I think that's our first response all the time and so while the young folks who ain't you know, in the faith and who really aren't, haven't figured out their will walk with God or whatever, going to have a response. It's still folks who already in the, in the church, in faith, and could do like waiting for a chance to be like, let's squad up. I knew it, you know? So um, I hope that that nuance can be held somehow. Because, um, I mean, I'm sitting here now going, man, man, I'm ready to throw a hat up too sometimes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. yeah it's just that,
2: ooh. Yeah. You know, it, it took me back to I remember one year, me and some of my guys, uh one of, one of my guys his brother went to school at TSU and he was part of the band. And you know, uh those type of schools they they the battle of the band battles be serious. Yeah. And so we went down, we drove down four of us to the homecoming and we got in Kentucky. And we go we go to the gas station and I'm standing there, and I'm I'm counting money, getting my money out to purchase, and there was this white lady who walks in the store, grabs some stuff, walks up to the counter. She's, like, impatient, and she's just trying to rush me, and, I, and she's saying some stuff, and I was like, go ahead. And when we got back to the car, they roasted me. They was like, oh, no, not you, T. Not you. You let the white woman uh, disrespect <laughs> you like that. And I said, man, look, it wasn't even worth all of that. All that mm-hmm. she was doing, whether she didn't like me because of my skin color or whatever, it wasn't even worth it. If right. I was taking too long for her, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead yeah. and get what you need. Right. Right. We we are called still to keep peace in situations. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. you can't keep peace, then you know what you got to do pull out the oh. <laughs> <little> <laughs> couple of tricks. <laughs> got
1: there, what but, is what? What but what, let's I mean, the peace what, Andre, what Andre 3000 say? I'm trying to get my piece. They're trying to get a piece of mine.
3: Yeah.
1: So I grab my
2: piece. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, to my, to my young generation, I get it, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a Gen Xer. I sit in between, right? But I, yeah, I get yeah. it. I totally get it. And, and I'm not a hypocrite because even in my concealed carry classes, I teach defusing the situation. Yes. I teach being the innocent party. I yeah. teach how to walk away from situations yeah. before they get, they, right. they get highly escalated. Right. right. This is how we stay out of trouble. We deescalate. We walk away from situations. Yes. We see something yeah. going down. We, 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 we watch. We record. We yeah. call 911. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's good. So I That's get
2: good.
1: it. Yeah. I mean, the reality of, of, uh, being a peacemaker, the reality of this, that takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of strength. I took a lot of strength for that young guy, that big, the bigger, stronger, look uh, looking like taller African American brother who was doing that for him and his, I mean, like he just seemed like a cat who just take on the whole crew yeah.
0: mm-hmm. for him to do
1: that. Um, came from a deeper place, uh, being able to, um, as best he can to create, um, the situation to be defused, you know, de-escalated. Um, That's right. As it, as it was already heightened, you know, in, in a context yeah. of of where people were at in the midst of that piece. But if there is, if there is a way to to pursue that first, you know, um, Bruce Lee said, I practice the art of fighting without fighting, right? In a yeah. Con- yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, in the context of our efforts as followers of Christ, like you say, T and Jay, if there's a way to teach uh, that level of strength. How then can you work on ways to defuse? So, so say you're in a situation, something happens that way. Um, and as much like, like I tried to stop a fight one time in the hood. It was a fight over a shared park. It was between uh, Bucci and Black, right? And I go over there we're playing basketball. It was, it, we had referees. We had, we had uh, team mania out there. It was a whole evangelistic effort. I mean, a fight broke out. I try to, they, they stopped me. They said, Phil, it's one-on-one back. So they was like, okay, it was, it was, they, they beef, let them fight it out one-on-one. And it's, yes. over. I'm like, yes. okay, I respect that. But look, it's over with, over with for real. Like we're not hooping no more. It's done after the whole situation. So I say that because if the situation merits, merits a self-defense move and it's a one-on-one, I mean, fi- assess the situation in a way that you can bring peace and find a way to deescalate, right. Uh To the degree that you can be, um, Be not harmed yourself in the midst of that, you know, time to drop bars. So I want to share something with you, man. We know shipbuilders, when they used to build um, sailboats, they would build these sailboats uh, and and the mass of the ships were made out of wood. They would go to the forest and find an appropriate tree and then they would clear out all the surrounding trees and leave that one standing, leaving it exposed to the winds and the waves and the storm. As that tree continued to mature, it would gain strength, the kind of strength that they would need to be able to stand up under the storms at sea while holding a large sail. But that tree would never gain any of that strength if those other trees were blocking it from growing in that space. It would still be distracted. It wouldn't gain the strength that it needed. Scripture says in Psalm 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Then it says, When the wicked advance against me to devour me, when they come at me, talking about uh, attacking me on the dock, (laughs) it is my enemies and my foes who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though a war break out against me, even then will I be confident. So look, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with, with, with what your senses are about all situations, and God will lead you the right way, man. It's Church on the Block. My great host with us, Pastor Jay Ruckus. We'll be back with you next week as we talk about more stuff about the streets. And until that time, keep your white chairs in the trunk. We out. Thank you for listening to Church on the Block, real talk about hip-hop, the church, and the streets. Back here next week, same time, same channel, Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, channel 154. Come with us.